Welcome to No Jacket Potato Required. Episode four. Not getting any faster at that intro, eh? Nope. Um, all right. So first of all, first off, corrections or addendums? Apologies. Um, I don't think there is any from last week. Are um, there? Probably, apart from your huge diversion into sperm, space jizz. No, I mean that was more. I say last week. It was like a few weeks ago, wasn't it? I had yeah. I mean last time, not last, last week. Time, right. I had. Uh, just a, a, a fear when that went out that, that I'd be sort of people would misunderstand it and I'd I was trying to you were obsessing with jizz <laughs> no I was trying to say like like in the future like everything will be fine there'll be no racism because everybody will understand we're all the same everything's amazing alright but I was worried people would understand it like oh he's just really racist <laughs> <laughs> that's how I took it <laughs> yeah okay. so I was already had the opposite effect where I'm, I'm being told that I've, I've been told the feedback is that you came across as a character <laughs> anyway Char- character's not I, I will, I will uh, this is this is a callback to like a couple of couple of episodes ago when you mentioned um, one of your other psychic Ben corners about world languages I think this is again a, a, an issue about you and racism yeah. and how to defeat racism yeah <laughs> that's my never ending quest yeah. and you talked about a world language mm-hmm and then I mentioned Esperanto, which weirdly you've never heard of. <laughs> I had heard of it, but just not really researched it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so weirdly in The Guardian, or not weirdly, coincidentally, I should say. Or not coincidentally at all. It, oh, you actually, yeah. well, look, put it this way. Psychic Ben actually saw the future a month ahead of The Guardian. <laughs> a whole month. A whole month ahead of The Guardian. The Guardian did a big uh, feature on Esperanto. And it's resurgence. And it's re- resurgence, yes. So es- Esperanto is alive and kicking, and a lot of people around the world are learning it. Abid sent me the uh, the <laughs> article, and then I only read like the beginning, and then I just got really focused on forwarding it to everybody I know. I didn't actually bother reading it. <laughs> I'm like, look, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's 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 that end of that bit. Oh, you um, have some serious notes. This I week. do have because I did I did the research. It looks it's slicker when you do research. First topic mm-hmm. or section um, food yep which you love okay, well, yeah, okay. Do, do should we introduce the is, is it this week's feature instrument it's, is it I don't know I feel like we've done this one before I'm going to do it differently okay <laughs> <laughs> it's really annoying isn't there another one that one wasn't bad I had to give that back to change okay I'm going with that okay <clears throat> so this week uh, for food we're talking about ramen. It's not me. Delicious. It's not you. We're talking yeah. about the Japanese staple cuisine Brilliant. of ramen. Good. I love a ramen. And um, I'll start with, for people who don't know what a ramen is, which I'm assuming Ben doesn't because he's eaten it, but he doesn't know what it is. Yeah. I've, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably a fair comment because, okay. like, I don't, is it the noodles? Is it the soup? What actually defines well, a ramen? What defines a ramen? The definition of a ramen is uh, it's wheat noodles served Zin. in a meat or fish based broth. Say again? It's a wheat noodle. Wheat noodles. Okay, so it has to be wheat based noodles. Right. Um, served in meat or fish braced broth. That's too and wide. It's often, it's often, not always, flavored with a soy sauce or miso, and it uses toppings such as sliced pork, dried seaweed, Menma, wherever that is, and green onions. All right. So yeah. that's what a definition of a ramen is. 
That gives you a lot of scope to customize. It, well, that's um, the thing. That's the thing. It's quite quite broad. Meat or fish? I mean, that's most things. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> most <laughs> non-plant-based. Okay, just stop. Life forms. <laughs> okay, just stop. Meat or fish. So the ramen, the humble ramen, is uh, in Japan. It's considered like working class food. Um, is that why you're into it? Because wor- you're a working class hero. This I'm, is a working class. I didn't need to say it, but it's good. It's for others to say. But yes, you're right. <laughs> um, so I did some facts. So uh, it's going to do working class food for every culture. For it could now. be. I mean, it's going to be like pies and. We've done Nando's. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Yeah, when, done well, The thing is, we don't really have the budget to do cordon bleu, right? So <laughs> yeah, right. So let's keep it easy. Keep it working keep, class. Keep it working class. Um, so in there are thirty five thousand ramen shops, and they're always called ramen shops. They're not restaurants. Interesting. Did you know that? I don't know why. I have Patrick, Patrick told me that. So, um, so it's ramen shops, not ramen restaurants, uh, and. There's 35,000 in Japan, 80, 80% of them are independent small businesses. That's pretty cool. All right, so when well, that basically means there's only like room for like maybe six or seven people to eat one time. And you eat and then you leave. It's very, very quick fast food. Oh, it's, it's Japanese fast food, essentially. Well, yeah, because they make them in big batches. Yep. Chuck a bit of topping on. So it is, it is in Japan, it's considered like common garden, you're, you're hungry, you eat it and you leave. So your kind of standard fast food. In the rest of the world, weirdly, and in Hong Kong in particular, it's kind of considered a bit of a delicacy. Now, the irony is, in, in Hong Kong, even though it's considered a bit of a delicacy, it's terrible. Whereas in Japan, where it's considered fast food, the quality is insane. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. So wait, ramen just means noodle soup? No, ramen... Okay, so ramen... Got some more facts for you. Because so when I think ramen, here's a, here's a thing. I think like those pork broth tonkotsu style, you know, the creamy coloured. Yeah. Like that's when I think ramen, that's what I'm in my head. But there's, like, the thing, there's, there's 19 different types in. Okay, so I'm getting a lot of these facts from um, the internet. something called the Ramen Beast, which a friend of mine, or ours, Patrick and Abram, uh, as he's known, Bisto-san. As he's known, <laughs> no, he's really called Bisto-san oh, in good. in Japan. Uh, actually, you should you should check out his Instagram. It's Ramen Beast, and he has an app as well. I'm looking up. Um, anyway, so Abram is like this white dude, American, and he is the world's foremost white authority on ramen. Really, the world. In the world, that's amazing. Yeah, so he is. Uh, he goes on. He goes on Japanese TV. Uh, yeah? I think as a token foreigner, but he obviously he speaks Japanese. So he goes on Japanese TV as, a, as an expert. He's become so famous now and so respected. And also, you know, he knows his ramen so well. He's just opened up a ramen shop in, well, not just, it's opened up, I think this year sometime, in San Francisco. It's called Mensho, I think it's called Mensho San Francisco, mm-hmm. which is an offshoot of a Japanese chain called Mensho Tokyo, I think. And it's the it's the place in San Francisco. They have lines around the block. Cool. You can only have eight people at a time. It's the place to go in San Francisco for ramen. And uh, yeah, so the other should I just run through a couple of other facts about ramen? Yeah, I want to know more facts. Okay, so ramen comes from China. It comes from China. So the Chinese invented it. I did not know that. Did you know that? This is a bit like last week, isn't it? And the word ramen comes from lo mein. What's that mean? Noodles, isn't it? (laughs) 
Well, that seems obvious you know now. About food? <laughs> 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 it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a Japanese corruption, corruption or uh, interpretation of the word low main. Okay. Apparently, um, and there's a ramen museum in in Japan. There's 19 different types of ramen around Japan. Um, and that's it for my ramen facts. Okay, great. Well, that's pretty good. It's better than my ramen facts. Okay. Now we're gonna, I'm going to let you talk because I talked a lot about ramen because I did my research and I feel like I needed to get it out. <laughs> okay, so I guess this is the point of the conversation where we should try and bring this back to being a bit more Hong Kong focused. Yeah. And, uh, so you've so been to way more ramen places in, in Hong Kong than I have. I love ramen. Okay. But as I said, so why did, in my why head, there was more about the tonkatsu style. Is it tonkatsu? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, I think so this is when you said before about like it being more of considered a delicacy because my understanding is they cook these the pork bones for like a day or two like mm-hmm. a really really long time they mm-hmm. you know simmer these bad boys to get all the flavors out mm-hmm. and add in miso whatnot and try and so it's really, so it's all in the soup and then when you chuck the extra bits and bobs on top depending yeah. on what you know you tick on the menu mm-hmm. uh, you can customize it but like, so every restaurant you go to has a different Soup yeah, flavor, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think that yeah, the amount of knowledge, experience, love, and care you put into that soup really shows. So yeah. th- like between like a, a cheap, quick one and a you know super good one, you can tell. But here's here's the thing though. So in in when we were in Japan, and in my previous trips there, and also hanging out with Abram and uh, the ramen beast himself, um, and Patrick. Who is also someone who does the ramen beast as well. Hanging out with these two people who like really love ramen and know something about it. I realized that here we're getting shortchanged. Oh, I realized it sucks massively. all the fun out of it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, if you if you learn, if you like overanalyze something so much, it probably does a little bit. But you you kind of also learn that basically you get you are getting you're getting fucked over a little bit here. There's some really good paying, ones. You're paying, well, here go don't, through because the, there's the one that everyone talks don't about. I've never been to. But, but uh, how do you say Butel? Butel. Butel. Yeah. Now where is Butel? Wellington Street. And why is that? Why is that? Everyone say if you Google ramen uh, Hong Kong, that's the one that comes up first. Uh, it's all in the soup, isn't it? Well, they have better SEO. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they just spend money on marketing, darling. Right. Now, they're, they're just, it's just good. Why it's not it? overpriced. It's like it's just it's a small restaurant. Um, I mean, you hate it. I love it. It's not expensive. It's the same as anywhere else you go, but it's just uh, it's it's just good. Yeah, I, 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 I don't even know enough about ramen to try and articulate it, but right. like the vibe's good, the price is right. Right. All the I mean everything's there. It's right. a good ramen. Okay. It's convenient for what us. Are the, what are the other ones that you've been to? There's one in Causeway Bay that you always you yeah, This is going to be a problem for you, but my favorite one in Hong Kong, I think, is a franchise. What is it? Ichiran. Ichiran, okay. And that's in where? There's two in Hong Kong. There's one in Wan Chai, between Wan Chai and Causeway Bay on Jaffa Road. Right. And there's one in TST. And that's the 20, 24 hour one? It's 24 hours, yeah. Which is a massive both, both, asset. Both of, both of them are 24 hours? Yeah. Oh. Which is a big asset, you know, next time you're jet lagged and hungry. Right. It's, uh, it's, it's really good. How many people? I think I've been there, but I don't. So Ichi, Ichiran. Ichiran, yeah. Number one, isn't that what that means? Yeah. Okay. Um, is you know probably number one. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of these kind of you sit down. Mm-hmm. Is it street level? It's 
Yeah, I mean, you had to walk up a little bit off street, but the entrance how was many, the same. How many steps About eight to twelve. That's <laughs> real. <laughs> but I mean, the, the fronting, the boarding, but there was no windows. Okay, you so say okay. you walk in, uh-huh. and it's all like a, it's like a bar setup, but there are like petitions between the bar, like right. like, like paper, cubicles. Paper petitions. No, like wooden things, okay, and right. there's like a roll-up blind in front of you that mm-hmm. rolls up and accepts your order, then rolls down, and then when your food's ready, they roll up the blind and pop out your beer and oh, your wait, wait, soup and wait, stuff. Wait, have I been here? So you might have, you've came wait, to the one in Hong Kong, but I think you were too drunk to I eat. Was- <laughs> and left <laughs> yeah. okay I think I've been here I've been to it I think okay alright 24 hours is a plus yeah for anything that's really I mean, good any, for anything literally. you know what else is good is what? you can buy like the you know takeaway two minute noodle style right the uh, instant ramen instant ramen yeah and that is also really good do you want to do you want to know a fact about instant ramen go on when they first invented instant ramen in Japan it was considered a luxury product fact wow and if you think about it now, instant ramen is what, what all students survive on, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's basically what poor people eat. I, I'm with the poor, by the way, because I'm working class. But, uh, but just generally speaking, isn't that, isn't that amazing? Oh, uh, it's interesting. You, what? Really? You're not amazed by that? When they first invented it, it was like a luxury product? So was In Japan? Oh, okay, all right. Can't be impressed. Yeah, so was, so was a microwave. <laughs> so was, uh, you know, a pair of... Scissors. Chuck Taylor's. Scissors. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we have we Toothbrush. have we, we've mentioned three here. Um, the well, well, two, two in the same chain, and then Butao as well. So we went to another one that neither is. You've never been to that one. Oh, so we're not doing pretending to do editing. We're just no. We, we, this week we're not even going to pretend. We, we so went there. We went to a new joint. Yeah, we went to a new joint. So we can go straight segue in. Yeah. Okay. Some problems here. Don't remember what it was called. Don't remember what we ordered. I do. I do and I do. Okay. Right, and we're going to use the new the new criteria structure. The big so, dog nine. The big the big dog eight. Big dog eight. Yeah. Um, all right. So number one, we went to Ichitora Soho. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to go through the facts, and then you can talk about the ambience and stuff, right? All right. So number one, where is it? It's in Sung Wing Lane, which is next door to Bep. Yeah, just by pure fitness on the escalator. Right. Yeah. So it's in that weird alleyway. Uh, so what did we eat? We ate the Ichitora ramen with egg, which was topped with a half-boiled egg, exclamation mark. Exclamation? <laughs> it says, it's a Japanese egg, safe to be eaten raw. Wow. Not a Chinese egg or a Hong Kong egg. Racist. Yeah. Um, so it's a, stand- it's a standard ramen. Pork, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Um... I have to say it was meh. We went there with um, Patterson. We did Patrick. Patrick he, went. He he didn't feel. He wasn't feeling it. His was world it. wasn't let set on fire. He wasn't feeling. We should have it. taken him to Butao because that's clearly my favourite. Right. Uh, I would have liked to know what he thought of that. But so the third question of the price. The price was ninety-seven Hong Kong dollars. I think it's on Which par. in for our international listeners is how much <laughs> is that what you're doing now you're because people have asked me like because they don't know about Hong Kong dollars well they're also not going to go to a Hong Kong restaurant no they're just curious they're genuinely curious in fact people have asked me it's nine nine quid thirty two <laughs> it's twelve and it's twelve and a half bucks <laughs> yeah. wow. so not bad then for twelve dollars I mean who can't really be complaining to her twelve and a half US dollars that's a lot of money um, alright and then the, th- and the fourth question service it was rubbish. <laughs> they were friendly. 
<laughs> I mean, it was unattentive. Unattentive, and also they gave us the most complicated thing to fill in. The, 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 the kitchen guys were pretty happy. They were Japanese, weren't they? Yeah. Um, and then number five, you can answer this. The decor, lighting, and ambience. Solid six. But, like, I like the... Um, you hated it. You were in there, like, you hated it. Six isn't a good score. That's, a, that's, a, that's 60%. That's a 2-1 at university. <laughs> that's a solid B. But I... Mm, the thing is, you don't want it to feel fake, but you don't want it to feel too genuine. Because <laughs> it's not going to be genuine. Then you yeah. end up with, like, this, you know, the fake bricks on the walls and all right. that kind of crap. Okay, anyway. But they, they, had, they did have the, they had the fake... Well, they're not fake, but, like, they had the curtains outside, you know, the Japanese curtains. Mm. And then they had the lanterns. But is lanterns... That was pretty vague. Here's a question for you, having done your research. Go on. Do the Japanese lanterns signify anything in particular about the restaurant? No. Well, I thought it just tells you it's a restaurant. Does, Isn't it? Does Emma know? Emma is bringing her Japanese heritage to the fore here by not knowing. <laughs> I thought maybe there's something to do with we serve... Well, maybe I think it's just like it's it's like you know like uh, barbers have that spinning <laughs> you know the thing yeah you think it's just no, that, no it, was, it goes back to historical things like and also pawnbrokers have that weird three ball thing yeah in Hong Kong yeah right and then the bar the barber ones the barbers spinning there's not enough of those actually actually we need to know more about the barber thing why why does that exist I'm yeah. more interested in that now there should be more of those every type of shop should have a particular type of sign they need to put out what would you what would you have outside of haberdashers <laughs> What the hell's a haberdasher? <laughs> Someone who sells pots and pans, I think. Haberdasher sells pots and pans? I don't think so. I thought they Isn't sell like... Is like buttons and things? I think it's like oh, sewing can, kits. Can you find out what a haberdasher is? <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was like bits and bobs. That's, a, that's a general store. <laughs> <laughs> or a dollar store. Yeah. I reckon it's more to do with textiles. And Emma was right. Yep. Emma, Emma was right. Was right. Who's, what's a pots and pans salesman then? <laughs> yeah, that's called Ikea. <laughs> they always have the same sign out front. Okay. Yeah. Um, number six, would you go back? Would you go back? No, not when there's so many other ramen joints so close. Oh, no, number six is who, would you, who did you go with? Who would you go with, sorry? Oh, if you, if you were to go again. I'd, um, I don't know. For me, it's like... If you lived in Central on the way home on the escalator, you go with whoever you're with at the time. Do you fancy a quick ramen? Uh, I don't think it's somewhere you plan ahead on Saturday night. Let's go to that. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. Definitely not a date place. No. It's definitely not a mate's place. It's if you're hungry and you got nowhere else to go. I think it wasn't that. It wasn't it's bad. It just wasn't that bucks, special. Though. Come on. It wasn't um, that memorable. I mean, there's a couple of other ramen places we go to regularly on Gough Street and on Butao. On she gets you, right? She gets you. She gets you. She she gets you. There's two on Gough Street, and she I forget you. to which one it is. <laughs> Yeah. She gets you. Yeah. All right. So that was another one, by the way. That's very apparently very highly. I've never been to it. So um, and then uh, we already answered. Would you go back? I don't think I'd go back. No, I, th- I, I mean think. Emma. Would you go back? Emma was not loving it. No. Um, so this one, I think, is going to be. We might have to reveal intimate secrets here. One thing you loved and one thing you hated. I love that Patrick was there. That was nice. Yeah, we yeah. had uh, we had the one of the. The Ramen Beast Boy's there with us. Yeah, that was good. That was good, and he hated it. <laughs> Absolutely hated it. Did he? Yep. Oh, shit. You know the old phrase, of once you try caviar, you don't eat 
shit ramen. <laughs> <laughs> that famous saying. Because yeah. yeah. no, it it's like twice the price and half the quality. Yeah, that's, that's, so that's a bad recipe. used to, yeah. So, I mean, he ate, he ate the fucker, though. So, I mean... Uh, yeah. And yeah, Emma paid. Oh so. yeah, Emma paid. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Ungrateful. So you ha- you you like the fact that you ate something in a restaurant. <laughs> Paid for. <laughs> I like the fact that Emma pays. That was good. I, you know what? I think I love the fact that Emma yeah. paid as well. I think that might be my favourite thing in the whole thing that Emma paid. And I don't even to this day I don't even know why she did. I also liked the smiley f- faces in the kitchen. They seem like nice people. They, they they just seem like nice people. Um, and then something I hate. Oh, you tried your Japanese with them, didn't you? Gotcha, shoshimashita. I think I said it wrong just then. Eh? Yeah, close. Not right. <laughs> Which <laughs> uh, means thanks. You bend, you thank, bend that uh, out. <laughs> thanks for the meal. Okay. Um, uh, and they just went. Yeah. I don't you, think they really understood me. Maybe I said. It were wrong. you mumbling? Because you mumble a lot. So even in Japanese. <laughs> yeah, I mumble. I think you, you're pretty clear. My bets. You're clear. Pretty clear in Esperanto. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and, and then one thing you hated. So I guess one thing I hated. I didn't really hate anything. There wasn't like a spike in the you know the, the cross section. It was just everything was just a little bit not my favourite. I hated the price and the food, <laughs> even though Emma paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> so so I was just hated. So basically, if you stood out on the street with Patrick and didn't eat anything, then you would have got the same joy out I of think like. I would have. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and I would feel less guilty because Emma would not have paid for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So in in a sense, I thought, yeah, it was rubbish. So why did we go there in the first place? Because it was Emma's idea. Yeah, I think it, I think that's why she paid. Yeah. <laughs> I think she felt guilty. She felt guilty. Yeah. Because it was shit. Someone told her that it was better than Butao. Yeah. And then so we we're like, oh, it must be amazing. So we what, what does this tell us that Emma doesn't really know what she's talking about? No, Emma, we can guilt her into paying things. That's oh, what that's it tells what, okay, yeah. <laughs> Moral okay. of the story. Moral of the story. <laughs> Bang. There we go. Right. Okay, so it's like, airport in about an hour, so... Hurry up. Yeah, I haven't packed either, so I need a bit of time. So, welcome to Psychic Ben's Psychic Corner. Hey. <laughs> so, hang on, I've got my phone going off because I've got an auction on eBay. <laughs> um, okay, so in the future, okay. Now I've got this idea, which I really like the idea of, but I, I've done almost no research. <laughs> so this is all just purely conjecture, like okay. purely just an idea. Okay. In the future, right. Australia yep. will be the next big power. And when I say power, I don't mean like power. <laughs> I mean like. Power. <laughs> Would you mean like economic power or global geopolitical power? I mean like power source. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, literal power. The actual power, like how you charge things up. <laughs> so Australia will be a giant battery. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hit now, me. Have you heard of a technology called? Now I don't know what it's actually called. <laughs> there's a there's like an acronym for this. Okay. I think it's called high altitude wind turbines. No. H A W T. Hot. Not super catchy. <laughs> super hot. Maybe that's why it hasn't caught on. <laughs> Maybe it needs a cool. Is it already a hot mess? This, this thing. 
Okay, but there are two things that you have okay. heard of that we can combine. Okay, Australia. <laughs> I've heard of Australia. No, let's park Australia for a minute. Okay, like location. Put like, a pin in it. We're going to go with the physics up front, right? One is wind turbines. Like you yeah. see the big yep. fans. Yeah, I know what they are. Yeah. Okay, number two is the jet stream. Yeah, I know what that is. Yeah. So imagine sticking that fan like up in the in altitude so these are super tall wind turbines well they're they're, they're not even or they're tall. floating that yeah they're tethered so they're like tethered to what exactly okay so All like right. they have these did you just make this up ben because <laughs> this doesn't sound like no, future technology it is a it's a it's a theory i don't know how well it's functioning yet okay. but you know the future's coming <laughs> <laughs> technology's changing okay things are becoming more right. accessible okay All right so the, the concept is that you put like a wind turbine on a kite or on like a balloon or something that mm-hmm. like lifts it to that altitude mm-hmm. and then they're tethered so it's it's hanging off below the there's a turbine hanging off the balloon let's say it's a weather balloon yeah that goes up to the stratosphere yeah and then there's a, a, a turbine presumably how does it where does it okay most turbines <laughs> yeah, face. Okay, no because I'm thinking right, about this like logically what? I have so many questions <laughs> yeah right so logically like most turbines the wind the the the, the, the propellers the wind, the wind uh, whatever you call it the blades or whatever the, the power goes into the generator and the generator goes into the, the ground right and then the ground there's a wires underneath and it goes into a, like a turbine or whatever I don't know whatever yeah which stores the energy yeah is that correct yeah as far as I know if you have a turbine going up, yeah, where does the power get collected? Okay, so there's <laughs> basically what my understanding, my my future, right, is you have it'll be more like a kite, right? So once it's up, it'll uh-huh. keep itself up, right? Because from what I'm told, jet streams are reasonably consistent, right? I think they vary. Who told you this? <laughs> I think you need some kind of level of ability to change that thing, right. but anyway, so. In your under your scenario, scenario mm-hmm. excuse me, under your scenario, you put like you attach it to a balloon. The mm-hmm. balloon lifts it up, uh-huh. and then there'll be like wings or something on it, so it can glide mm-hmm. and it can self-support itself. So then the balloon becomes I don't know. Once it you know those the, the balloons don't last forever, do they? Right. So then it'll sit there and it'll be a, basically a fan with a with a motor in it that right. like collects power and then it'll be tethered on a cable and so the cable will go oh, the, all okay, the way the back down okay, okay, okay. All right. yeah so that instead of having like a stem on a windmill mm-hmm. it'll just be a cable that keeps yeah back to back to you know earth you know what I've got an idea for you is it be good why don't you have it, a drone keeping it up which is powered by the turbine well, that's essentially the same thing. But then you don't have to. Then you, it's always it's. Oh, but it's perpetual. wireless. It's perpetual. <laughs> you mean it's wireless? No, no, no. It's not wireless. It's still tethered, mm. so you get the power down to the ground. But the turbine also powers the the drone. Yeah, yeah, sure. So that's then the it stays thing. up there. Yeah, that, that's that's it. All right. That's that's, that's what it? it is. Yeah. Did did we make that up or does that, does that exist? I think it's a thing. It's not a thing. It can't be a thing. There's there's a few of them like like drones that supply internet. You know, like Facebook's uh, looking Wait, into what? Yeah, they're like sort what, of they're like a mobile modem. Yeah, and they're sort of drones that just hover above sort of remote areas that oh, like allow you connectivity. I've heard, no, okay, I've heard about this in festivals and stuff, right? In the middle of nowhere. 
Is it for festivals? I thought it was more like something for a, Africa. Something, <laughs> <laughs> which is a festival of life. Yeah. Um, but like I, I've heard this. Yeah, I've heard this. I read this somewhere. I say I read this. I, I think I flicked through it in Wired or something. <laughs> and I yeah. read like two sentences and so, looked at pictures. So now the, the the bit that you're obviously nervous about is where Australia comes in. Right now, I, we, we can bring uh, we can unpark Australia and bring it back into the mix. Well, just quickly, I should before we do that say that I don't know any facts <laughs> this is all like based on my logic and just sort of understanding of okay. the world we also you need to kind of uh, tell everyone that you're Australian yeah I am <laughs> so okay my understanding of the jet stream is like that's where that's the altitude that jets fly hence jet stream yeah and it also is makes things faster right because you can yeah. just park yourself in the jet stream and you get to wherever you go right. quickly so if we're trying to tap into that same wind, my thinking is that you need to do it in areas where there's very low air traffic. And also, these that's about 6 to 10 kilometers in the up. In, up. Yeah. yeah. So if one of those is going to crash, you need like a 20-kilometer radius where there is nothing. Wouldn't that be better of an ocean then? Well, then it's crashes and sinks and how do you recover it how do you fix it how okay, do you all right, all right. service okay, those right, things fair enough okay right. so you think in the middle of a street like Alice Springs or somewhere that's what I'm thinking <laughs> Alice Springs which is in the middle of Australia well maybe Alice is even the, too popular it's too popular it's somewhere like the, we don't even know like okay, where, where was Wolf Creek set so the only people there are like serial killers and backpackers right so yeah, find somewhere where there's only those people and you sell them on the concept right okay I'm gonna I've got a questions mm. okay this seems a highly complicated plan for a country that already has an abundance of sun energy that they can just create have you ever seen those things in Spain where they have those thousands of mirrors yeah and they point to a point it's like a lot of work all we need is a kite and a fan <laughs> <laughs> Like the jet streams are there; they're going jet now. Jet streams above change, us. but uh, this thing moves. No, no, jet streams change over time because of climate change, don't they? Uh, this, yeah, well, this is where I should have done research. Okay, right. It'd be good to so, know okay. if there is even a jet I, stream I, I, above I need Australia. To, I, okay, I need to clarify something because I, I know bits and pieces here because I'm not a, a meteorologist or a futurologist like you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you ever heard of? Is it El Nino? Mm-hmm. Is that a jet stream? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was more to do with that's a weather that's a weather that's a, like, it's a weather pattern but I thought it was to do with like dry and wet seasons it's the only it's the, I think it's the only like okay so there's the Gulf Stream right right which is the only reason that the, the, the Europe is rel- relatively temperate I don't know this much uh, that much about this but I know a little bit right so the Gulf Stream comes from the Gulf of Mexico and it pushes warm water towards the northern Europe and it keeps it temperate otherwise if there's no gust I'm by the way I'm getting all of this from the film 2012 day 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 after tomorrow yeah. <laughs> right if that goes then Europe will be in an ice age according to Dennis Quaid in the film it's always back to the learnings like, from cinema and it's not true is there a Gulf Stream I mean there might it's be. got the word stream in it and golf <laughs> I love golf <laughs> so but according to that film starring Dennis Quaid and Jake Gyllenhaal one of his better roles I have to say um, that could change yeah but, but these things you 
fine. I mean, unless Hollywood li- and unless Hollywood has lied to us, we can move them. So, but, okay, why you're only saying Australia because it's pretty remote? Yeah, it's remote. Okay. It's big. Surely, like Antarctica is just down there, and there'd be hot and cold airs and all that kind of stuff. I mean, there's lots of. Positives. Why wouldn't you do it in Antarctica then? That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do it in Antarctica? Should we do it in Antarctica? Maybe that'll be the next big source of power in the okay, world. Okay, all right. Um, I kind of like your idea. Also, I don't see how does it fit. Does it fit your usual? It seems really practical. Oh, it's what putting massive fans seven kilometers in the air on a string is too, too but practical. If you, if you, okay, if you think about it, they put it on massive drones going up. Yeah. I could see that happening. Yeah. I mean, I genuinely could see that happening. Uh, if you asked me 15 years ago, would they create thousands upon thousands and thousands of mirrors pointing to a point yeah, yeah. in Spain? I would have thought that was just to create steam. I thought that was nonsense, but apparently they do it now and Spain's becoming one of the biggest... It, Spain's become a power, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so Spain is one of, the, uh, one of Europe's biggest power producers now because of things like this. So, I think for once, this week, I've got to say, even though you haven't done any research, I think you may have stumbled upon something that probably is wrong, but probably right. I'm just really excited about the possibility of high-altitude wind turbines. But, but I have one question for you. What will Australia do with this newfound power? Hmm. Do you think it will be a benevolent power? Do you think it will be, you know, they will use their power responsibly? I don't know. Because with great power question. becomes great responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have to pause this because I've got eBay ending. Okay. Okay, that was a pretty short and sharp segment, but that's uh, right. That's crack- so we oh. cracked, we cracked future energy so and number, Australia's power. Number generation. three, are we going to do? I thought it was going to be flexi segment, like different every time. We could do it, but like we're, let's talk about something that the world's talking about, and it's again, it's to do with films. I haven't seen it, but Ben, Ben hates Star Wars. Oh, are you kidding? This is a segment about Star Wars. We're going to talk about Star Wars. I just want you to tell everyone why you hate Star Wars. I don't hate Star Wars. You do hate Star Wars. I just hate how much airtime it gets. (laughs) It's just like, why is it everywhere? Why do you hate everything that's popular? Why do people go so obsessive about Star Wars? It's a space movie. Okay, the, the obsessive element is a bit weird. But... Why do you hate Star Wars? You like Game of Thrones, right? Everyone likes Game of Thrones. Why do you like Game of Thrones and not Star Wars? It's not real, Ben. Because I've seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if you watch Star Wars, would you like it? The problem is it's gone too far now because I'm like the guy who hasn't seen Star Wars. It's like you can't sit down and watch... How did you go through childhood and not watch Star Wars? I just never... I don't know. I just never watched it. Were you born in an orphanage? And then it got to like high school, the end of high school, and I still had never seen Star Wars. One one of my mates was really annoyed. How is that possible though? I don't understand how that is possible. Like your dad didn't take you to watch it or anything, or like it was on TV during Christmas or something. More of an Indiana Jones family. Right, it's the same studio, Lucasfilm. Yeah, Back to the Future. Okay, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, okay, so this this is... There's overlap. I just the thing is after a while I became like a badge of pride no well maybe (laughs) that's like you don't need to see Star Wars to understand everything I get it (laughs) 
<laughs> it's fine. I understand all the jokes, all the characters. It's just so ingrained in popular culture. There's no, there's no. Don't you feel like you, like you, you, you lost something? No, I see through this thin veil of bullshit. <laughs> but why, okay, why do you think it's bullshit? It's like just a story. It's a fad. It's like come it's a on, fad. It's fucking grown-up people are buying cartoons. I mean, <laughs> it's just a movie. <laughs> it's a fad that's lasted from the seventies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it died for a good twenty years, right? Until uh, the Jar Jar Binks one. Until the Jar Jar, yeah, kind of. Well, See? 15 years. Look who knows the fucking references. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, even after that, Jar Jar Binks three ones. There were three there, right? With Natalie Portman. Yeah. Which uh, are terrible. Ones. And they disappeared for what? Another 10 years? A 10 years. 15? Right? 10 ish, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then now more Ugh. so you've not seen any of them you've not seen any any of them okay the ones I've seen oh you have seen them I knew it in high school my oh mate there we go so you got you're really full pissed of shit, off at me huh? and made me watch made me watch one which one I guess it was the first I don't know I fell asleep okay he was really annoyed okay he's like trying to do that thing you know like that if you know that something like if you've seen a movie that's really funny mm-hmm. And then you watch it with someone else who hasn't seen it. You like laugh at all the jokes and then look at them to make sure they're laughing. You know, that, that, that lot, kind yeah. of scenario. Yeah, yeah. I, I know you're going to understand I, that. I had, I had it with uh, Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> someone made me watch that and I was like, it's, it's okay, but why are you like, you're like so into this? I just didn't get it. You just get, it's a bit, I got fun sponged. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. But I did, I did actually, I got, a, I got a little bit of it, but I did actually genuinely think that was funny, was The Castle. That was really good. Yeah, I yeah. did that too. You, you, you were like, you were laughing way too hard. It because, was funny. Yeah, it was funny, but I'm not Australian. I think that's what it was, right? I hadn't seen a movie in like 20 years. It's a really, really funny. And movie. so I was reliving parts of it as well. Right. So it's called The Castle. You should watch it. It's really funny. Hold on one second. Is it eBay? <laughs> Hello. Oh, look, mate. Now's not the right time. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um. Okay. So what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. So Brett made me watch. One of them, I guess it was... The New Hope? Yeah, and I just... Really, back. So that same guy who's like really... I think... Oh, maybe now I'm getting confused with The Matrix. I remember queuing up for one movie with him. I might have gone to see the Jar Jar Binks one at the cinema. So I think I might have seen that. Oh, maybe I've just seen ads and maybe I want to... Because I definitely queued for The Matrix Reloaded with him. Right. The Matrix was better than Star Wars. <laughs> Everyone should be going on about The Matrix. Right. Yeah. Which they're bringing back, by the way. No way. They're remaking them, yeah. They should make prequels. Of The Matrix? Yeah. I wouldn't know what happened before, Neo. Yeah. Actually, I would actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I might have seen two out of how many are there? Like now, nine? This, this is what? Number six, seven, eight. And then what happened this last year? This is eight year? in the in the tri- in the actual the okay. So there's a self-contained eight, and there's a spin-off one. Which one's that? Rogue One. Is that the one that came out last year? Yeah. Okay. Which incidentally is brilliant. When that one came out, yeah. Um, my sister's the same as me, right? We just right. didn't grow up in a Star Wars family, right? And apparently, she, all of her friends give her shit too. Who would have thought? So when that one came out, she went to see it. And she's like, oh, it's actually pretty fun. You don't have to see any of the other ones. Like, it's fine. Yeah, it's self-contained. Yeah. So my, my dad was like, oh, you should go see it. So I watched it on the plane. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it the first 20 minutes and fell asleep. Is that the one with um, Harrison Ford in it? No. Oh, that's, what's that that's, one? <laughs> that's Force Awakens. Well, maybe I'm getting confused. Oh, who cares? I saw one <laughs> for 20 minutes on a Cathay flight and fell asleep. Right. 
So I think I've seen about 60 minutes of nine films. But the reason I brought this up is like, I feel like, because I don't know anyone who hasn't seen them. And so you're kind of a weirdo. <laughs> but do you feel like you've missed out a little bit? No. You don't feel like that? Not at all. I feel like I've gained something. Like I said, it's like you feel I'm able to you, sit like you wear a badge, of, a badge of pride, isn't it? I can sit and observe this human race that gets so f- just inundated with their but, okay, own so you have self of importance. Like okay, but you, you, you heard the concept of, like, we talked about one event movie, the Matrix trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. So you know what event movies are, right? So event movies are like when everyone goes to see them. So there's only a few. There's only a few every few years. So Jurassic Park would be one, for example. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future would be one. Ghostbusters would be one. They're not making more Back to the Future, are they? No. But like event in the sense that everyone's seen them and they can talk about them. Ferris Bueller, for example. Oh, like Anchorman. Is, <laughs> uh, to, to, that's more cult. Right. So a uh, difference between a cult film and an event film is event film is everyone sees them and they're a huge box, box office hit. Cult film is like Dodgeball or Anchorman. What's E.T.? A lot of people don't see them in the cinema. They see them on either on video or Netflix or something. What's E.T.? Event. The Shawshank Redemption? I'd say cult. Can we just play this game? I'll just name movies and you say whether they're event, cult, or just uh, flop. Or just shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Um, but Z- yeah, I mean... Zoolander? Cult. Definitely <laughs> cult. Um, so, but yeah, so you hate Star Wars because you hate fantasy and For fun. instance, I'll give you an example, right? Go on. We were in Tasmania last year. Right. And we met a friend of yours. Yeah. Who, who, who looks has like an Ewok. A, a very strong sense of humor. He, yeah. he was brilliant. Yeah. And he said that he went to the doll office once. Yeah. It inspired him to go get a job mm-hmm. because he had a look around. He's like, oh, Christ, it looks like the Star Wars bar in here. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen Star Wars? Get the joke. There's so many things that have like that bar has popped up in that David Beckham Pepsi ad and like yep. all the things across time. Mm-hmm. I get the, the format of that joke without having to see Star Wars. So you just, you think you can just what? fake your way through life because it's such an event film apparently yeah that you don't need to see it but then you want to feel like there's other stuff that you're missing sometimes no no in life that people are making making references to you're missing if it's Star Wars related I'm not missing I'm just going to say that he's sitting here wearing a fedora with a feather in it (laughs) it's like He's sitting in front of me. <laughs> to, to Indiana Jones? No, like, he's, like, playing up to this image of the eccentric... <laughs> the eccentric refusenik. <laughs> oh, I'm not watching Star Wars. It's a, it's for, it's for flaming glass. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Finished. <Yeah. laughs> uh, okay, where I'm going with this and where we're going to end is, would you come to Star Wars with me? Well, Emma... Okay, I'm going away. I've got to go to the airport soon. <laughs> Emma's looking forward to me leaving so she can go see Star Wars with you. Oh, I'll, t- I'll take Emma anyway. Um, but I think one day, and I've got a projector. This is another thing, We can thing, sit okay? down and watch it together. I don't know where to start because there's, there's At rules. the beginning? There's like three and then there's the old, like the 70s you start ones. With then they made the old ones that came before the 70s ones. So just start you, in the order which actually, they made. I think you can actually not watch the, I think the Phantom Menace and those three one with Ewan McGregor even though he's very good in it those are terrible right you could just not you can get away with not watching them you watch the original they're terrible why are people so obsessed with Star Wars because uh, that actually almost killed it 
and then J.J. Abrams comes back and he's like, oh, all right, I'm going to re- reboot this. The, the, the director of the new one is someone you've actually, you, we've talked about this before, Looper? Mm, that's all right. You like that, right? I like time travel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the new one apparently is very, very heavily indebted to Looper. Okay. So Time travel? I don't know if there is time travel, but apparently it's very influenced by Looper. So we should watch it because it's got Looper influence. Does that, does that sell it? I'm going to watch it again. If it's on the flight I'm going tonight, I'm going to watch it. All right. All right. So you're going to come and Sounds watch. Looper at Dooper. some point, you might actually come and watch Star Wars with me. This is the thing. And this is like, I've had lots of friends over the years try and force me to get into You've Star You've never had Wars. a friend like me do it, though. I just thought you were better than this. <laughs> nope. <laughs> No, I'm not even that obsessed about Star Wars. Yeah, you I, don't really, have any, I really am not. No. You have zero Star Wars tattoos. <laughs> zero Star Wars tattoos. It really broke my heart to tell my friend Danny Kay, who has Star Wars tattoos that I've never seen Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we that, that's I think that's we should probably hit the nail on the you head. You haven't even done one Yoda voice. I'm not doing it. You do it. Feisty, what feisty one you? <laughs> Why didn't you do it? Because you know the reference. Well, I haven't seen it, so I mean, well, how, how else? How what's else? the Yoda voice then? How would I know that Yoda even has a voice? Well, go on, you do a Yoda, Yoda, Yoda voice. Whoever uh, this podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, good. Yeah, finished? that's pretty good. Uh, do you want to do the whistle? Yeah. I think that's a wrap. So thanks for listening. Tell us what your favourite feature instrument is. Use, because the, use the email address. We've run out of feature instruments. Right. Email right. your thoughts. Yeah, so thanks for listening to No Jacket Potato. Required. And we'll see you next time. Layers.